good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Past Their Prime podcast, the podcast about sports, as well as a sprinkling of some current events and some pop culture. I'm your moderator, Dub, from the 914 Mount Vernon, New York. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Dubs on Deck, at D-U-B-S underscore O-N underscore D-E-C-K. And I'll let my host introduce themselves to my left. It's your boy, Malcolm Coles, a.k.a. Combs. Follow me across the board, underscore, Combs914, underscore. And anybody got something to say about Draymond Green in the top five, you holler at me. Not no one else around the group. You know the at name. At your boy, get at me. What's going on? It's your boy, E Money. EA Sports 718 on Twitter. E underscore money 718 on Instagram. EA Sports on Snapchat. Holler at your boy. It's your boy, Coles. Uh, follow me on Snapchat, Marcus Costanza. Follow me on... um. IG, Marcus underscore Costanza, and follow me on Twitter, uh, Clooney Clobane. Excuse me, Clooney Cobain, excuse me. Alright, I'm gonna stop. This is Miles G. I'm from Fleetwood. You can catch me on on IG at snap at M.914. That is M D O T 914. Holla at the Fleetwood villain. Fleetwood villain. So, gentlemen, before we jump into the rundown of our sports topics for this episode, you know, I just want to recap recap everybody's weekend. You know, how was everybody's weekend? What did everybody everybody, everybody do? Anything uh, exciting, noteworthy? Um, me, me and Cole just got back from Philly today. We hit, we headed out to Philly yesterday for the grits and biscuits out there. It's kind of yes, it was. I mean, it was better than than the New York one for sure. The New York one in February, February fourth. Everything's always better outside of New life, York. It the seems life like. so exciting. Woo! The times. <laughs> Me, I just lost my life last night at Solomon and Cuff in Harlem. But I'm right here, right on time, ready to get these debates going, ready to catch these W's as I usually do. And I think I might, I think I might hit up the casino after this podcast is over. Oh, yeah? You got money to blow? Nah, I, got, I got 20. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, try to go there with 20 turned into 200. A little baby come up, I ain't mad at you. Got you for the stars, right? <laughs> Hopefully you land on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> You know? I got 20 on 5, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that. My weekend was good. You know, I saw Logan in the theaters. Oh, oh, another oh. solid X-Men movie again, of course. Solid. Uh, solid. I saw it on Wednesday. I think it's the last one Hugh Jackman's in, so... Yeah. I think so. No spoilers! No spoilers! My man Slime didn't see Logan, so I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I know, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm I feel you, but it's a little sore. How do you say you think it's the last one? <laughs> no, <laughs> what I mean by that was like, they're not going to bring it. Chill, chill. Talking about the X-Men. Said the X-Men, chill, the chill. X-Men movies in general. Let's let's stop all the noise. They already said it's the last one. So, you know, <laughs> we don't have to interpret it anyway. It's the last one. It's over. It's a good run. I was talking about the X-Men movies in general. I'm talking about the, the X-Men future past, X-Men apocalypse. He's not doing those also, I meant. Like, He's done with the Logan. franchise. All right. Hugh Jackman's done. Okay. That's what we're getting to. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I lost me. I know y'all were debating all. Yeah, no, we weren't debating. He's trying to. I wasn't sure if they were on the same page or not. That was bad. That was too calm for my liking. <laughs> y'all, threw, y'all threw me off. Well, I mean, I, I need to give a shout out. Well, not a shout out, but I saw Get Out, and that shit is fire. Okay. Honestly, I've yet to see it. So, pardon me. I'm gonna get on it. You know, don't don't I gotta come see for the that kid. too. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Get Out is fire. Get Out. It's it's like it's a thriller movie. Like you you're on the edge of your seat for the entire movie. How long is the movie itself? Um, like two hours. Okay, I can. A little over two hours. It's fire though. I'm over the stay woke movies. 
You good on that? The right Stay now? Woke movie. It's, it's not mad you call it. It's, it's, not, it's, not, right it's not even really a Stay Woke movie, though. Is it? I heard it has a lot of hidden messages, yeah. you know, hidden themes, so you gotta pretty much, I guess, stay woke throughout it just to catch everything, but Sounds it's not necessarily good. a Stay Woke movie. No, I feel I feel what you're saying, Slime. All right. I respect that. And me for the weekend, I did nothing. I'm just, I'm here, I'm here to work today. That's, that's about it. So let's get into the topics for today. Today's episode, we'll be discussing some NFL, touching on some free agency happenings, who are the winners and losers, as far as some surprise signings, and we may be touching on is Beast Mode coming out of retirement for boxing, Floyd and Conor McGregor. Is this fight really going down? McGregor had some choice words for a reporter, so we'll touch on that. And today, we're going to take a step back from our usual NBA talk. And we're going to replace it with some NCAA basketball. Mm. We're currently in the thick of March Madness. So we'll talk, we'll talk about the recent upsets, uh, some busted brackets. Uh, we'll go through the host Final Four National Championship predictions. And as the college season is coming to an end and the NBA draft next up for some college players, it's only right that we discuss who may be ready for that next level. So we'll talk about the best NBA prospects. And one of those NBA prospects being Lonzo Ball. It's only right we talk about Papa Ball, Mr. LeVar Ball, who's been in the news as of late. So we'll definitely discuss him. Big ball of brand. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> and as standard operating procedure, we will always wrap up with our alternative facts session, seg uh, segment, our lower form of mediocrity, brought to you by our host Combs, and our past and prime segment. So gentlemen, let's hop right into it. First wave of NFL free agency is complete. And for the most part, most uh, noteworthy deals went down. Some of those deals being Brandon Marshall to the Giants, Deshaun Jackson to the Bucks, my guy Lawrence Timmons to the Dolphins, and uh, I believe Brandon Cooks to the Patriots to help out Mr. Tom the Great with his uh, passing attack. Mm. So with all those things being said, what is your take from uh, free agency thus far? What are your winners and losers? Combs, you want to start us off? A resident it. NFL <clears throat> analyst. I'll get it going. Um... There's a few good moves out there. I love the uh, Marty B, the Green Bay move. It was a great move for Aaron Rodgers. He needs some weapons. Um, you said Brandon Marshall to the Giants was a good move. Alshon to the Eagles is a good move. Um, my best move I saw so far was the Tony Jefferson. Low-key name, Tony Jefferson safety for Arizona. Going to Baltimore Ravens now to form probably the best safety duo in the league with Eric Weddle. And they need that to go against Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Cleveland. And another good signing I like, the new, not beast mode, we're going to call him feast mode, <laughs> Eddie Lacy to Seattle. Yes, I like that. <laughs> I like that move a lot. I like that move a lot. The big man, P.D. Carroll gets the most out of his players. I think Eddie Lacy can bounce back and have a, a solid season. Mm. If you ask me, the winners are New England Patriots. They per win usual. the Super Bowl. Per usual. Per usual. Then they sign Stephon Gilmore, mm. probably one of the better corners that's available in free agency right now. Then trade for Brandon Cooks and keep Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. You would think they don't the want that lost the lead in the uh, Super Bowl <laughs> against the Falcons. And I'm looking at the Falcons like, what are y'all doing? Y'all want to get back or what? But the loser for me, the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Guys, enough of Aaron Rodgers throwing to whoever's out there. Like, stop doing this. <laughs> I get y'all want to ring and y'all going to... Mm. Rest on your laurels, and y'all got arguably the best quarterback in the league, but who's playing defense out there? Clay Matthews can't guard everyone. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do everything. You need 10 other players besides him. I don't understand what Green Bay's doing. I know they usually don't 
generally sign big free agents, but guys, come on. No reason Aaron Rodgers should have to do this every every year in, 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 in and out. Outside of Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb, I can't tell you who's on the Packers anymore. <laughs> Everybody left. <laughs> it's like a free-for-all. Yeah, there's a barren land over there. Come yeah, on. what's going on? This is one of those story franchises in the league. And y'all don't want to pay for players? I don't get it. But that's who I would say was a loser in this whole free agency. And Atlanta, too. Y'all need to do something because I don't understand how y'all just chilling. And the Patriots won, and they move it. That should put the <laughs> fire under y'all ass to get something rocket. That should put the fire under the rest of the league. That, too. <laughs> that, too. Um, I'm a great job. My biggest winners are the Patriots. Uh, I think a big re-signing with Dante Hightower is keeping him as well. Definitely. Um, I love the Brandon Marshall uh, pickup for the Giants. They need help now for the though. <sighs> I like it. I like it. It gives them a, a, a red zone threat they didn't have before. I like it, but I don't think that was what they needed. What do you it think they needed? Running back help. and linebackers? They do need that. <laughs> but I think this helps as well as red zone target. I mean, Macy was out there. Why the Giants ain't take a one-year flyer on him? Yo. I mean, who are they rocking with right now? Rashad Jennings? Is that no. They have no, no? They have no one right now. Oh, they have nobody. Still pending. Maybe, maybe oh. they'll get Peterson. You never know. Yeah, um, I heard that name is still. Plus, running backs, you can find running backs anywhere. Yeah. True. Running backs, um, you know. I love the Daniel, outside. The Giants haven't fought one in years. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're looking. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't look that hard. They're not yeah. looking clearly. I love the outside Jeffrey moves. My Eagles. Oh, boy. About time we got somebody I know playing receiver. <laughs> I don't know what these guys were doing last five years since T.O. left. We had to show Jackson and my man Macklin. You know, we got rid of them, but about time we got some talent. You don't like no hands, Jordan, Jordan Matthews? No, I don't like no hands. <laughs> Stone hands? No, I don't like him. And you know what? Maybe it's more of a good fantasy move, but I like the Latavius Murray to the Vikings. Um, they were dead last in rushing last year. I do like it. So I do wise. like Latavius Murray. And my biggest loser is also the Packers, though. Like, one of your biggest issues is your defense, but one of your biggest issues as well is your offensive line. You all got... Um, Rogers running around like a madman, mm. stretching plays, and not only Pulse. don't you do, do you not only disregard bringing someone in, you lose T.J. Long to the, your rival Detroit um, Lions. So T.J. Lang. T.J. Lang, excuse me. You, you lose him. It helps. Uh, if anything, it helps Detroit by just taking away from them. So the Packers are also my losers, like he said. So the Seahawks. I mean, let's see, uh, let's see. I don't know what they're doing with Lacey. I mean, I like that's my boy. But I don't know where he fits in. They already have roles. My boy T.J. Procise. But um, I don't know. <laughs> fantasy, fantasy name. Don't remember. Don't forget that, please. Precise. I said it first. So, which move do you think is going to be the best for fantasy football? Fantasy wise, what do you think was the best move? Mm. It's going to be to make the best impact. That boy Alshon. You think so? Ooh, buddy. The best move, fantasy. I think. D. Jackson. No, D. John Jackson to Tampa Bay. I think. Just the fact that Mike Evans got so many targets. Just the fact that Mike Evans got so many targets in Tampa Bay last year. Um, someone else has to get at least 70, well, yeah, about 75, 80 catches for Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, look for him to get a lot of big plays. If he can stay healthy. Yeah, but if he stay healthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Injury's the biggest thing. And I also didn't say my worst. My worst agency move was a team that consistently spends the most money every year, the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> you know, you can spend all the money you want, but the man's on the, play for, man's on the field for most of the game, all the offensive plays is the quarterback. And that man, Blake Bortles, is terrible. <laughs> you know, I did some digging. I heard he likes to borrow a lot, Blake Bortles. I heard he likes to be out partying. He ruined out Allen Robinson last year. Allen Hearns, Julius Thomas has ruined them all. You know, you can sign all the defensive players you want. Bouye, Clamble, Jackson, Barry Church. You can bring over all the players you want. But the man playing quarterback is trash. 
And so you get trash. <laughs> and they were 3-13 last year. They'll probably be 5-11 five and, five and this year. Just trash. So my losers are the Jacksonville Jaguars spending all that money for no reason. For fantasy-wise, I think uh, Latavius Murray on mm. the Vikings is solid, solid, solid pickup. Solid. Uh, the Russia probably get about 1,000, 1,100 yards, I would say. Mm, maybe. He's going to have a lot of opportunity to get touchdowns, though, because like, in the yeah. past, they get that bum, Matt Asiata Ranch. That bum. <laughs> <laughs> Kick it. Nah, they like, I heard they like McKinnon he a lot. Is, they uh, like um, McKinnon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirk McKinnon I mean, a lot. He's been there three years, though, right? Do not draft Jerk McKinnon. He single-handedly destroyed my fantasy well, season. The thing about when did you draft him? Just curious. I didn't draft him. Oh, I you picked him okay. off waivers. Okay, and I threw him right to back to the waivers after three weeks of doing nothing. One thing nothing. I'll, one thing I'll say about running backs is that majority of running backs are pretty all similar with no offensive line around behind. All running backs they need blocking. You know. True. I don't want him. Matt, he's not. He's not no. He no running. Every running back is the same ball. without minus the blocking. No. Especially in the NFL. Sounds good. Hey, that's what it is. Turn the fact. Put if, there. if your old line is terrible, <laughs> doesn't matter who you have back there running the ball. We saw Ty Gurley last year. Matt Asiata's terrible. You're terrible. Right. Trying to trade him for me all season. Trying <laughs> <laughs> hey. to trade him to me all season. <laughs> you try to him in every trade. <laughs> Combs every and Cole negotiate trades as they should be. <laughs> Based on numbers and facts, we negotiate trades that way. The numbers stink. <laughs> he stinks. When we get into fantasy football, we'll, I'll talk about my trades in fantasy football segment more on to the season, later <laughs> on in the season. But just know I'm the champion for now. I got the belt. Oh, man. And I negotiate. <laughs> so, so, so stepping away from Matt Asiata real quick, let's just briefly touch on Marshawn Lynch. Uh, he's allegedly expecting to return. Any any thoughts on that? The Raiders, potential suitors for Mr. Beast Mode? I'm all for it if he wants to go to the Raiders. I'm, I'm, I'm riding with that. I just don't know if Derek Carr is going to be ready for the beginning of the season. But... I have no issues if he wants to come out of retirement and tell Seattle to send me to Oakland. Will Seattle do it is the question. Because if I'm Seattle, I'm like, bro, you're still on the roster. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't just appease you <laughs> however you see fit. I got to do what's best for my years, team. Two years left? I believe so. Yeah, but how would that even work? Like, so they still have, have his they still have his rights, correct? Yes. Yeah. So can they just... Is it, they either have to release him or trade him. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, those are the only two options. I'm not interested until he actually comes back. Let me, then I'll wake up. Right now, I'm, <laughs> right now I'm, not I'm not woke. I'm not woke. And open. What's going on there? Why are you looking for a running back that's not playing? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm what, sorry. Part of, what part of the game is that? Did it merge, <laughs> did it merge just leave your team? Like, yeah. You could have signed them. I don't need a running back that hasn't played two seasons. All right, Oakland, get it together. You're, you're on the up and coming right now. Get it together, all right? The better question, what did I say about uh, Oakland? Like, what do you think about Terry Murray? That they're looking at a guy who hasn't played in two years and just let him walk. And he did just let him go. I it? guess they they weren't comfortable. And he had a solid, had a solid season last year, too. Did he not? Who's the backup now? Are going to go out the AP, I heard? AP to Oakland? I don't mind that either. I don't mind AP. That would, that would be nice. At least he played last year. <laughs> you know, for a little bit. Little, before you got hurt, you're right. Before you got hurt, for a little bit. He had a uniform, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he had a uniform. In he football, you always one hit away from not playing for the rest of the season. Right. True, indeed. True indeed. <clears throat> okay, so that wraps up our NFL segment. Stepping to boxing. I am boxing. The words screamed at reporter Dan Raphael as Conor McGregor went on one of his epic tirades, stating that the world is going to eat their words. Mm. Me personally, I don't know why the man is so cocky. You're not a boxer. Floyd is. Floyd is what, 49 and 0? Yeah. Ready to get another 50. Floyd is just here for the payday, and Floyd is just looking at this man as a, as a whooping. So, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but that's my take on it. What's your thoughts on it, guys? I think that 
I think both of them, when you said Floyd, Floyd is, is in it for a check, I think both of them are in it for a check. Think about it with McGregor. UFC does not pay McGregor. They don't pay any of their fighters the same way that any of the top-tier boxers get paid. Just because there's so many there's so many like loopholes and everything. Like, the UFC is getting the money, Dana White is getting his bread, and then whatever whatever they want to pay to the boxer they're getting, they're getting a prize for winning and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Boxing is just Floyd. You're negotiating with Floyd. If you, if, you want, if you want to see Floyd fight on your, on your pay-per-view channel, you're negotiating with Floyd and his people. <laughs> so... Both of them are really just in it for a check. It's like, um, who was the Golik on, on, on Mike and Mike? Mm-hmm. He was saying that he thinks that if the fight does go down, after the fight is over, he said, he, of course, I think Floyd is going to win. But he was saying that after after the fight is over, they're going to be in the locker room. McGregor's going to go over to Floyd's locker room, and they're going to toast him like, yo, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's a sham? This, yeah. This, this, this is all a sham. This is all smoke and mirrors. They're scamming the whole world. Their pieces are hitting right now. <laughs> That's a fact. I, I agree with Miles. It's a scam. Um... I'm not sure what what Conor McGregor people waiting for. His biggest payday so far has been 15 million. You know, Floyd got 32 to fight Berto. We got 200 to fight Pacquiao. We got the 400 million Showtime deal. If I'm Conor, my biggest payday is 15. I mean, if, Floyd, if Floyd gives me 30, I'm taking it. You know, 30. Shoot. I think they both just trying to drive the price on this fight up to like, you think limits so? that we haven't seen. Yeah, they're, they're trying to make this both 100 million dollar I mean, cash out. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're already talking astronomical numbers. Like, how much more astronomical can we get right. here? Like, yeah. like where, where are we taking? And these Dana White need now? to stop being greedy. Dana White, stop being greedy. Dana White. <laughs> First of all, you know what I'm saying? This isn't boxing. This is entertainment. All right, let's let's not even call it boxing. It is boxing. This is a that's the name no, of the sport. This is ass whooping. That's right? the name of the sport. This is the biggest scam I've seen since the since Miles showed me the the Soldier Boy video last night. And five minutes coming in the crib. Black, black, black. Look over his mask. I see them. Look at them. Black, black, black. What is that? You're just seeing that. Just seeing it. Besides that, that whole rant that McGregor went on talking about I am boxing. I'm gonna shock the world. Well, shut up. No, you're not. Take the money as Agreed. you should. As Agreed. you should. Agreed. As you should. Take the money. Got thirty million offered you. Take it. Take it. And get your ass whooped and go get knocked by ideas again. Yeah. Whatever you want to do after that. I mean, to keep it a buck. I'm not really interested in seeing this fight. If I want to see Floyd get back in the ring again, holla at Triple G. Mm-hmm. Are they the same weight class? Yes, they're the same weight class, right? Yes, they are. I, I don't know if he wants parts of Triple G to be honest with you. Like, I have so... a question: What fantasy matchup is more intriguing to you, this or Lavar Le- Ball versus Charles Char- Barkley? <laughs> 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 <Wow. laughs> <laughs> we, we gonna talk about that. Man. He, he got his own segment here. Let me definitely see. Now we're gonna get to that later. We're gonna get to that later. <laughs> this man, Lavar Ball. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So enough for boxing. So. <laughs> so here we are we're in the thick of March Madness it's upon us and me personally I don't care for college basketball so I'm kind of going to let my host run with this one most notably we've seen uh, Villanova get knocked off by Wisconsin and what was that in the round of 32 that's what that's the round they're, they're currently round in two. Yeah, round okay, two okay so that's the, yeah, that's the second round round of mm-hmm. 32 so, gentlemen, what are your what are your takes takeaways from uh, March Madness so far? How 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 your brackets, how your brackets looking? Because I'm pretty sure they're nasty. My bracket no, is close <laughs> to being busted. Close, <laughs> but my it's final four is still is still good. Don't be so modest. You're out of forty brackets, you're fifth. All right, calm down. Uh, I'm not first. <laughs> That's my issue. You're first or last? <laughs> yep. If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> I learned that from from Lavar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel you. Um, my brackets. I'm tired of judging fifth place. Exactly. Even though I just suck a move, I put in two brackets. I don't believe in that usually, but fuck it, fuck the rule. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I gave the option of putting two brackets. I'm just saying, isn't that kind of standard? Like, yeah, you can't but just kind of rock stand, out with stand one by bracket. your bracket. All right. 
Put, put the one. Russian bracket is going to huh? The Russian bracket. Yeah, the Russian bracket. <laughs> Russian bracket over here. Just put yeah. two brackets. Who's your final four? Um, I have Baylor. No, excuse me. Whoa. No, I don't. Baylor. I have UNC, Kansas, Arizona, and I had uh, Villanova. Okay, I have everything yeah. the same but Duke instead of Villanova. Yeah. That's I have, my final I, I have actual Duke losing to Baylor, actually. Honestly, I think that uh, any team that has a big man that with, with two hands... You might as well put them down for 2010 when they play against Duke. Duke can't guard fucking anyone in the post, all right? So, Baylor has a quality big man who might get drafted in the first round. I forget his name. but um, Motley, right? Yeah, Motley, yeah. Mm-hmm. Motley could do some damage against them if he gets activated. It, it could happen. You never know. Let Tatum have one bad game. It could happen. I don't think Tatum is having a bad game until they're hey, done man. playing. He likes him, right? He might, he might show up for a big moment one time. You never know. I hear you. Light in this might, might show up at the worst time. <laughs> I hear you, but um, who you got winning the whole thing? Uh, I'm going Kansas. Kansas. Mm. Kansas. Oh, so you think Frank Mason Frank and Mason. company could do it? I'm taking the fellow Jamaican, Fred, uh, what's it, uh, Mason? The fellow Jamaican. <laughs> fellow Jamaican. <laughs> like, how do you know that? I look at him. Who's Jamaican? Who's Jamaican? Who's Jamaican? Jamaican. Who's Jamaican? Who's Jamaican? Who's Jamaican? Shut up. On a serious note, I think point guard play wins in the tournament and Fred Mason Jr., is a, a great college point guard. I don't know how he will do in the NBA. Maybe he'll get a flyer and someone take a chance on him. But um, for college, he's an excellent point guard. Something Melo Trimble is not. But um, Shit. big upset, <laughs> big upset from Maryland. I don't want to hear about that guy. Mm-hmm. He, we'll talk about him later. We'll okay. talk about him later. Save him later. But um, but um, yeah, I have. That's why I have Kansas winning. Uh, I, I like UNC. I can't. You can't go wrong with that either. Uh, UNC. Is the majority favorite of uh, all the analysts. Uh, they're pretty boring to watch, but it's very efficient basketball. So I have Kansas winning all, all, the whole thing. Yeah, I got UNC winning. As long as Joel Berry doesn't uh, get in foul trouble, I think UNC got the keys to win this whole tournament. Berry's a bad boy. I think they go about eight, nine deep on that team. Berry's a bad boy. Yeah, they got two to three legit big men that could all play. I think they're both seniors. Is Isaiah Hicks a senior too? Uh, I don't know. They've all been there for 10 years. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, Kennedy Meeks, I feel like he's been there for Yeah, right? <laughs> I've watched yeah. Meeks since AU, I feel like. But um, <laughs> don't forget uh, uh, Jackson, if he gets activated in three-pointers. Oh yeah, definitely him too and Penson. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I like UNC. I feel like they're the best team when you look at them on paper. I was a little bit hesitant about Nova because I was questionable about their big men and... As we saw, they lost to Wisconsin. Mm, 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 mm. The city of Philadelphia fell. My team lost. Actually, literally, they ain't been looking too steps, good for right? Philly. Yeah, the Phillies are awful. Seventy sixes are awful. Mm. Watch your mouth. Those I don't know. Those hit Eagles. Watch your mouth. Eagles are awful. What do you mean? Seven and nine last year. Seven and nine. We beat nine. your Steelers, though, right? That's all yeah, I know. One game. That's all I know. And y'all was sitting down that's, watching that's cool. the Steelers that's cool. work in the playoffs. That's cool. We Did Le'Veon play that game? No. We won the battle, PAG. He was out that game. It was the third game of the season. We lost. We the won the we battle. Smacked. We got smacked. It we was won like the battle of PA. Y'all, but y'all, 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 ain't, y'all ain't the champs of PA, though. Y'all ain't the champs. What are y'all the champs? Man, man. Well, last time the Eagles made the playoffs. Come on, come on. Let's not even do this. We're not even going to do this. We're talking about that one game, right? Damn, it's irrelevant. All right. I'm just saying, it ain't looking too good for Philly right now. Anyway, what we want to talk about next? Our best pro prospects, I think. 
I mean, did you did you Combs NCAA input? I don't. I haven't really watched too much college basketball this year, except for the see who the Knicks gonna possibly get. So <laughs> your Knicks watch, Knicks watch, official Knicks watch. You're doing some scouting, official Knicks scouting. Appreciate your position. You're right now, official NCAA. Aaron Fox, Josh Jackson, the Aaron Fox, Lonzo Ball, Markel Fultz is not playing, but we got eye on him. You already know. So I mean, we're already talking about recruiting, so might as well just jump right into the NBA prospects. I mean, what, what are your guys' takes? I mean, we see Lonzo Ball, uh, Markel Fultz out of Washington, Josh Jackson out of Kansas, like y'all mentioned, Dennis Smith Jr., North Carolina State, Jason Tatum at Duke. I mean, what, what is your take? I mean, who do you think is going to go number one first? Markel I want to hear your Markel, Markel Fultz, Fultz number one. You'd be crazy not to take him number one. Crazy not the to take him number one. only reason why I can no, see No, I want to say you're crazy if you don't I, take him number one. Why, why, why should you take him number one? Who's the best you? prospect? If you're not going to take him number one, only because of fit. Like, Lonzo Ball and Isaiah Thomas might fit good together. But I think if you're going overall prospect, better talent, I think it's Markel Fultz. And why shouldn't he go number one, E? I'm always questionable not to say that his talent is not there. But who are y'all playing? And why you're not in 22? And why you're not in 22? (laughs) I get the team is not good. I didn't know that either. But 9-22 and and they end up number one draft pick. Who's he playing with? Yes, his teammates aren't that good. He's yes, playing with I future YMCA legends. And going, to Washington, and going to Washington was a business decision. Business decision. Hold on, it's not his fault. When he went to Washington, he thought that um, Marquise, the, Chris. Marquise Chris was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And some other guy, I forgot his name, he also left. He didn't get drafted, I don't believe. But I've heard this argument before. Yes. He had. He went there thinking he had a squad. He got left with rubbish. All right? Poop. I just feel like you, you, you can at least get 10 wins. I feel you. Can you do that at least? I feel you. And <laughs> Why should we reward you for being less than mediocre? You know what? My biggest take on not liking Ben Simmons was that he couldn't get to, to the, mm-hmm. the tournament. So why do I feel this way about Fultz? Because fucking Ben Simmons <laughs> had the best recruiting class of the year. That was the number one recruiting class, yeah. And it, couldn't it, it, make the, yeah, the, 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 the brackets, yeah. all right? Mark but Fultz, at least we saw them play marquee talent. Like, they played that Oklahoma. Did. I don't know who watched them play besides the Pac-12. I see highlights. <laughs> I'm never awake when you're on TV. That just, the one game I did see was um, UCLA versus Washington. That was a good game. Lonzo Ball versus Markel Fultz. I had to watch that game. Who won? Of course UCLA won. We, we just went, we just said they had nine wins. That wasn't one of them. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we put that out there to the audience. If I'm going with the number one pick, I'm going with the big ball brand. <laughs> you're biased, though. How am I biased? You're a big ball brand guy. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I can so see you, the you, sound, you sound like a brand ambassador for them. Like, I, like, I don't know. They should hire me if they're listening <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> if I'm going with the number one pick, to me right now, Alonzo Ball fits that number one for me. But if you pick false, I'm not going to be mad at you. But I think he's the best overall talent right now in college basketball. But the other names you mentioned are, could also very well get number one picks like Josh Jackson. Mm, that's my Jay- guy. Yeah. Cole's guy. Jason Tatum, they go all very well go number one as I'll well. Turn to fact, Jason Tatum's going to be the best pro prospect. I don't see it. I don't know if he's going to be the best, but he's in the conversation. I was going to say that. That's my next question. But, Combs, let me hear your uh, number one pick. Who do you think the number one pick I is think it be? depends on what team gets it. Like like Marcus said, if you get Boston, Lonzo probably does fit there better. But if Phoenix gets it, maybe Fultz, you know what I'm saying? Depending on what team gets it. Uh, I, I mean, right Philly, now. I know Philly's going to be there. I know LA going Lonzo. Yeah. They, LA gets a chance they going Lonzo, LA. They ain't, they ain't messing that up. I don't I mean, care. Happy to talk if it, if LA, if LA gets number so. one, they go with Lonzo. That's magic. Gonna make that call. Big LeVar, tell them over. <laughs> if LA, if LA, you know what I'm saying? If LA, LA ain't messing that one up. But yeah, I think I like uh, Lonzo. He's, um, I like Darren Fox a lot. He's been rising up by draft board a lot. Um, I hope the Knicks take him. 
But I like him a lot. Lefty, 6'5", 6'6", fast. Look, I like him. I like, I like Josh Jackson like, a lot. That's what I like a lot. I so think, who, do you, who do you think is going to be the best pro prospect out of? Who's if I was to choose right now. Yeah, who do you think is going to have the best career out of out of the just the best prospects at, at the moment? Just out, I guess out of the top ten or fifteen potential prospects. If I you want to Josh Jackson, yeah, I, I didn't want to say it. But talent wise, he's, his he two way, his talent, his two way potential, yeah. yeah, his two way potential is very looks very well. How does he look? What's his NBA comparison? It could be Jimmy Butler or Paul yes. George. Jimmy Butler. He, he looked a lot like Kyle Leonard in college. Yeah. Okay. He's a lot but like better. Him. But better. Yeah. But better than Kyle. Better Leonard. what? Offensively. Yeah. Offensively, yeah. Okay. he's better. Okay. He, he he straps up too. He straps up too. And what I like about him is that he plays his best against good competition. Against top twenty-five teams, I get. I think he's averaging twenty-two points a game. So I like. I like that when the pressure's on the most, he comes to play. That's what I love about this kid. The question is, who's gonna take a flyer? My boy Marcus Keene. Mr. 29.9 points a game. Central Michigan, right? Yes, sir. He could, bad man. He could definitely score. Bad, see that. He get buckets. Bad yeah, don't say, what's, what's he uh, currently projected at? In the, in, uh, not drafted. I don't think he's going to get drafted really. in the first round. Is he, oh, wow. is he a freshman? He's small. He's only like 5'10". Is he a freshman? Mm. A little fella. I'm not sure oh, if he's damn, a freshman. Not, I haven't heard about him. It's going to take a risky owner or GM to take him in the second round. But I think he's one of those guys that... You may turn around five years from now, six years now, contributing off the bench. He might have an Isaiah Thomas. Story. I was going to say, is no, he going to be an Isaiah Thomas like? Like I said, the man is very disrespectful when he scores, right? So he's turning around from half court, putting the ball between his legs, and just shooting in the face. He can score. And he's 5'10? Yeah. He's 5'10. That's amazing. He can put the ball in the hoop. He can definitely. You, you, do know, that. I, you know, I got a. You know, lost, I, uh, I rock with first the round guys NIT, the lost, dropped 40. Damn, <laughs> 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 40 NIT. Hey, man, he made a score. But. Yeah, the no, question no. is, is he going to be comfortable not being a guy who needs to score every time when mm. he gets to the NBA? I mean, he's going to have to eventually. Can he be Eddie House? Role. Just come in the game, do a couple buckets real quick. Damn, is that the role you're trying to reduce him to? Eddie yeah. House? I'm, I'm just saying, like, he, no, I'm just asking. he's I not going to be a defender. As oh, of see, course not. He can't guard anyone, so he has to be a scorer. And unless he comes out like Zay Thomas, it's more realistic. So he doesn't have he doesn't have starting potential currently. I mean, he could. You see what Zay Th- you see what Zay Thomas is doing. Okay, he I'm got an opportunity. Yeah, oh, yeah. I okay. don't know who's gonna get Thomas. Thomas is giving then. everyone the opportunity to look at small guys and be like, no, let's give these guys. My man Isaiah, open up the door. Open up the door for the small guys, five ten or below. That's my man. I like that. I mean, you guys mentioned his name throughout this podcast, so I guess we might as well bring him up. He's been in the news. Saying a whole bunch of outlandish rhetoric. Personally, I'd refer to it as filth. It's just the the whole bunch of filth. It's dangerous. Uh, Mr. Lavar Ball and the Big Baller brand. They've been front page news. He's been putting on for his son Lonzo, the point guard for the UCLA Bruins. And uh, me personally, I'm not sure if this is going to be a positive or a negative impact on Lonzo's career moving forward, or even his uh, other sons uh, moving forward in their you know collegiate and. You know AAU or pro careers, you know coming up. So, mm-hmm. you know what's your what's your takeaway? Does does Mr. Lonzo does Mr. Lavar? I'm sorry, does Mr. Lavar need to shut up? Well, the answer is yes, he does <laughs> need to shut up. Lavar Ball, I'm going on record. Lavar Ball is a bozo. All right, <laughs> I'm getting that out there right now into the atmosphere. I hope he hears this. I hope he hears this. I need to see him play Charles Barkley one on one. He's talking all this trash. He could be joining his prime. What did you say over brunch about his teammate at Washington State? What did you say? <laughs> Steven said he was one and done, but not in a good way. Not in a good way. But you could have been Jordan in your prom. 
as Le'Veon Bell said on Twitter, when you was when you was averaging two points per game in college, Jordan was averaging thirty five in the NBA. Mm. <laughs> but you could have beat him, right? Yeah. yeah a lot, let me just run through a couple uh, Levar Ball quotes. Difference thirty three points. He said, <laughs> "The man said of Charles, speaking about Hall of Famer Charles Barkley, if Charles thought like me, maybe he'd win a championship." Mm. I tell you right now, he being his son Lonzo is better than Steph Curry to me. Mm. Back in my heyday, I would kill Michael Jordan one on one, and as Miles alluded to, uh, Mr. Levar Ball averaged two points, a whopping two points, at uh, Washington State before he transferred to a D two school, uh, Cal State in L A. And at the same time, as Miles said, Jordan was scoring thirty five a game. So I mean, I, I don't know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about this Mr. Uh, Levar Ball guy. And then back to the comments about his son, <laughs> Lonzo Ball. I don't watch college basketball. I'm not gonna lie to you. I seen the highlights of Lonzo. I think he's pretty good. Steph Curry, though? Mm, I'm not sure. LeBron James, though? That man. <laughs> Steph had 400 threes in the NBA last year. That man shattered records. I don't know about that. The, the unanimous MVP. So, saying comments like that, oh, he's better than Steph, he's better than Westbrook, he's better than LeBron, all he's really doing is putting unrealistic expectations attached to your son. So now when he goes out, let's say he goes out in, let's say he goes out in the tournament game, drops, let's say he, let's say he drops 16, 5, and 5. It's a pretty decent game, but when you compare him to Steph, Westbrook, and LeBron, now it's like, oh, he, he's not he's he's not really playing good. But no, it's doing he's he's getting the point across. Like we're talking about him, everyone's talking about this guy. As clownish as he sounds, he's on everyone's radio stations. He's on the podcast. He's he's everywhere right now. Playing he, Marcellus Wiley, he, funniest thing ever. Funniest thing ever. First of all, funniest thing ever. Talking about this guy, this clown, and. It's scary because this is opening up the avenue for other parents to speak. And it's it's cool because, like I said, Lonzo Ball is nice. It's all right. But we all have uh, a kid we grew up with who sucked, but parents didn't <laughs> have a mic. And good God, if some, of, if some of these people had mics and could be heard, that's, that's what's dangerous. What, what about the next guy comes out next year, his parents want to speak all of a sudden. And the guy, the top AAU player, he wants to, his parents want to speak. It's, it's going down a dangerous path. We don't need all these parents talking up. You need to chill out a little bit. For me, LeVar Ball is top five trolls of the social media era. <laughs> top five. Undisputed. I don't even think he believes the stuff he's saying. No, but he does, though. He, he, does, he definitely does. He does. No, he definitely does. And that's where the issue is. That, yeah, that's what he the issue is. is very convinced. I think he believes it's going to create more media attention for his family and his brand. And but I don't think he, in his heart of hearts he believes he's anywhere near Jordan nor... His sons are better than Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron man. James. The losers of grandeur are real, man. And they are this real. This guy has them. Like. But I respect <laughs> it in the sense that he's riding out for his family. Facts. I, I, I respect Facts. the fact. Respectable. But the comments, I'm not paying that no mind. He's not, <laughs> his that, son ain't better That's a shock value, you think? Yeah, shock value. Okay. Top five trolls. And they, they, <laughs> he's the black Donald Trump in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Top five trolls. <laughs> In a day and age where a lot of these, why are any play like LeBron don't even know the fathers? It's it's good to see one father going so hard for his sons. Like that's cool. Yo, I hate that shit. Why? Honestly, I knew that was coming. I know, I know so and many. I feel I, with my, I feel my. Slime, go ahead. I let, so let's let's go ahead, Slime. Pa- I know so many black athletes with fathers in their lives. I, that, that's such a okay. stupid but argument. There's so many that don't have them. I feel like yo, I feel like the stat is so crazy. Like it's. It's not perfect. I don't know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not real, bro. I'm saying, how can you get mad at a dad for going hard for his son? He's a bozo. That's why I'm getting so mad what? at him. <laughs> so what? Jay-Z go, go hard for Kanye. He's a bozo, too. So what? Like, niggas go hard for the people. For your mans. 
You know, you ever heard one? You ever heard JC say one bad thing about Kanye? He probably should be behind closed doors. Like, nigga, you wildin'. But, but in I public, also, I also didn't, didn't. I did not hear him say Kanye is better than Biggie either. <laughs> That's why I said you gotta leave the outlandish statements alone. I feel you on that. But you know what? Shit. What would you say? What would you say? What would you say? Shoot for the stars. You twenty dollars at the casino. Shoot for the stars. And then the moon. Right? Yo, I respect it because when you see the interview, he he he's instilling the right discipline in his kids. Yo, but for him to say that they're better than current All Stars and Hall of Fame players, yeah, he 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 lost me there. Yeah. You know, but what I respect the brand. I respect what he's doing with his kids. It's cool. But you're not gonna pay forty for his. No, you're charging way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I get that it's big baller brand. And you want to put your Hold stuff on, out there. What you said earlier, though, you said it's big baller brand. Yeah, right? Exactly. Right. Like, you're big baller. Right? He wants a Billy. He yeah. asked for a Billy. That's what he said. He said and even if you don't got it, give it to him in ten year increments. He said, I got give a him a Billy. Give said, him a million a year. Said, I got ten a million a year. I got That's a nickname. what he wants. I got a nickname. Eve, give it to Billy. Come to Billy. Oh yeah, I got a nickname. And by the way, his whole oh he wants a billion for all of his sons in the shoe deal. That's crazy. Because that's that's pretty much saying that. Lonzo can't sign a shoe deal. Let's, let's say he let's say he's number one pick. He can't sign a shoe deal for what's his his youngest brother is a sophomore in high school, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he can't sign a shoe deal for what another f- another four years? Yeah. So he can't get any of that bread? No problem. Sign a two-year deal. Sign a four-year deal. It's gonna be there. <laughs> sign a four-year deal. So my, my my youngest son come up, my younger brother, I mean. We, we, we do the contract. Yo, he's one key injury away from never playing basketball again. Why you a hater for, yo? Like, you hate him. <laughs> you gotta be more optimistic. Yeah, right? <laughs> I hate it on basketball. Precisely yeah. why he should aim for that billion. He's not getting it. He's a bozo. <laughs> and I need him to play Charles Barkley one on one so Charles bust that ass. Miles said the bitch. I would love to see, I would love to see that. Miles but the game gotta be like five. We can't. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like definitely definitely, definitely five. Miles, definitely five. Miles said BBB still a big bozo brand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but LeVar, if you listen to this, 40 cash for t-shirt is way too much. <laughs> With triple B's on them. I'm sorry. That's the pay P prices for yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> Yo. I can't do that for you, player. Yo, I love the brand. I love the movement, but I'm going to have to support it without, without my money my this time. My man said, hold on. Grinch is charging 25 35 for a hoodie? Nah, 40 <laughs> Be out here. And LeVar, maybe if you had kept your mouth shut, your house wouldn't have got ran up in. Damn, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. personal? Yo, what are they doing to you? <laughs> oh. Keep your mouth shut next time. Yo, oh, it's personal? And on that note, that is a perfect segue into our alternative facts segment. Our segment where we discuss players, teams, and coaches that we may feel are overrated or overvalued. Fellas, what alternative facts do you have for me? This week, uh, past alternative facts from last episode, Alshon Jeffrey, not a number one receiver. Mm, you know he's not because he got a one-year deal. It's <laughs> <laughs> a prove it deal, right? I'm tired of talking shit about my Eagles. Prove no, it. no. It is a prove-it deal. He gonna prove it. Another alternative fact, Doc Rivers is not a good coach. Damn, who said that? I, I wasn't yeah, here. Marcus Cole yeah. was not here for uh, <laughs> podcast two. I'm not surprised it was Miles saying that. <laughs> not a good coach? He's not. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I wanna tell him why real quick. Okay. Because so, every, are you under the belief that he's not a good GM or president of basketball? Oh, position? he's a terrible GM. But, but, but okay. Actually, no, wait, I can't say terrible wait, GM. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, but so, he's not terrible, but he's bringing all this talent to the Clippers. And he's coaching them. Okay. So why can't he bring in talent that he can coach? Mm. He can't coach them. Like they're, he can't coach them. They're, all right, you're saying he's bad because I won a championship. They're good every year. No, that's not what I'm saying. 
So why are you saying bad for? Okay, hold on, gentlemen. We, we got y'all trying to take this into a whole. That's last week. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's your that's your full code. Nah, you're right. You could, you I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm behind the wall. <laughs> you would slide. We got each other's numbers. Y'all can discuss this on y'all own right, time. You're right. You're right. But for this week, St. Patty's Day weekend. What what alternative facts do we have today? Who wants to start us off? What do we have? Your boy Slime will start this off with a very controversial alternative fact. <laughs> so before the podcast started, people, I asked everyone who was involved in the podcast if I could limit it to sports. And they told me no. So that means my alternative fact goes to music. Yes. I like Biggie it. is top five of all time is an alternative fact. Damn. This man died in 97 with two albums. You can go through his whole catalog in four hours. <laughs> How is he top five all time? So disrespectful. So Damn. disrespectful. Can someone please let me know? Biggie just rolled then, over. Biggie just rolled over in his grave. And then, and then they want to talk about, oh, he had, he had the real rookie season. Cool. And then he had those two albums were certified instant classic. So he was certified. A, so he was an MVP candidate his rookie and sophomore year, and then he never played again. <laughs> what yeah, it's still a lot I, more I, I than know. a lot of know. other rappers I don't know. I don't that have know. been in the game for a very long while can say. That's, that's just what I'm saying. I'm not really trying to jump into this debate because we kind of already had it earlier in the week. So I don't want to open this game. All I know is first two albums are better than majority of people's albums. A lot of rappers catalog. A lot of rappers catalog. A lot of rappers catalog. Yeah, general. Catalog. general. Well, I know. I heard more Max B songs <laughs> than Biggie songs. <laughs> I've actually been locked up for how long, for how long right now? This might right. go into the Draymond is top five bucket. But you put the... Hold on, time out. I'm not saying... I saw, no, I'm, I saw, that I'm, might I'm, go in that. I'm not saying Max B is top five. No, I'm, I'm just saying that the man has some discography. Yeah, that's craziness. <laughs> I thought Biggie got to take a top, the best like thirty songs, the best thirty Biggie songs, and like so we making stipulations for it. No, but he he's died. He got killed. All, he got murdered. He's, he's <laughs> you can't to die that. Five of all time, we making stipulations for it. Come right. on. But he got Come murdered. On. He got murdered though. And he was gave you two what, albums. What does that mean? He got murdered. Okay. That all right. I'm, I'm gonna take Biggie's best thirty and match him up for someone else's like Jay Z if you want. Or, so does that mean I should take Len Bias best best college games and match up against Jordan? No, no, no. That's, 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 that's different. That's sports. That's sports. Biggie has two real albums. Yeah, so he has two rings. Mm. You call him Grand Hill, not Jordan. It's just so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know what? Know. That is a great comparison. So disrespectful. When you look at songs like you Juicy, Big Papa, <laughs> Hypnotize. People are still sampling Biggie stuff from now. Give me that next alternative fact. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. He's hurting up. He's human. He wants oh, to I know. Like I said, we don't need Yo. to open this can of worms. We're going to save this for another, for a different installment. But uh, our next alternative fact, to, uh, who's going who's gonna to drop it? Um, I was driving to Philly this weekend uh, with my, my man Slom, and he... <laughs> We talk about the big three tournament. I don't know if anyone knows what this is. The bunch of washed up niggas playing three three basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By turn of fact, these old ass niggas are charging seven (laughs) fifty for court size seats. To what? (laughs) (laughs) To watch Captain Jack and and some other old niggas play three three basketball. White chocolate seven fifty court size. Nah, nigga, come on. That's an alternative fact. That should be for the cheap. He said Miles was like two hundred. I was thinking fifty dollars, eighty dollars. Where's the game being played? That depends on where's the game being played. Barclays? Yeah, the game is being played at Barclays Center. I mean, you could seven fifty is a little outlandish. Seven fifty is a little. Seven fifty. I understand it's the Barclays, but to watch them, IQ. If you listen to his IQ, you put it together. You have the nerve to charge seven fifty. You already got up chicken, nigga. You got up chicken. I'm robbing the people over here. Seven fifty. That's not even Shit. J. Cole concert. Shit. Focus on the next, the last Friday. Stop charging niggas some 50 for fucking court-size seats, nigga. Damn. 
killing us out here. For these washed up niggas. Is AI playing that? I, I, I think he's just playing. Player. I think he is. He's playing coach. Oh, he is? Okay. Gary Payne is a coach? Oh, okay. I'm sure, I'm sure he wasn't playing. I think, I think Dr. J is a coach. Now, they, they got some names so in there. So who's actually playing? Yeah. Um, It's mad people. Like, um, I know AI is playing. I don't like chocolate. Stephen Jackson, Al Harrington. I don't like chocolate. Um, yeah, Harrington. white chocolate. Um, you charged the seven for the course I see to watch Al Harrington? <laughs> 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 Where he been at? Where? I know. Um, What's oh, it, Jermaine oh, O'Neal? Kidding me? Jermaine O'Neal? I, I, I know that Bonzi Wells is involved. Bonzi Wells. I think Bonzi's is involved. See, you went under a rug. Found some old ass niggas. Each card seven fifty for that shit. This is all good till somebody gets hurt. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. yeah. The second one of them gets hurt. All right, that's it. It's, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna look like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, it's the gonna old nigga league. Each card seven fifty for this shit. Oh, Al Harrison. What you got? Who's, who got our next alternative oh, fact? Man. E. Combs, what y'all got for me? You want to tell me? I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> My alternative fact is all this nonsense about this uh, World Baseball Classic I've been watching. You know, I know the Dominicans been going crazy over it. The, the Puerto Rican people been going crazy over it. The Mexicans. But here in America, we don't care. All right? That's, <laughs> that's all I want to say. I turned the TV on. I didn't see Mike Trout. I didn't see Bryce Harper. I didn't see Clayton Kershaw. I didn't see Chris Bryant. No one's in the guard. Who are these guys on our team? We got a bunch of nobodies out there. I don't want to see these guys. Giancarlo, great. He's playing with Miami. His team stinks, but he's on the USA team. Hey, hey, great. Hey. He's a bomb, though. He's a, he he a, a bomb. Great, but his team's in last place every single year, all right? How about you win some baseball games, MLB games? <laughs> then worry about the WBC, all right? Don't tell me about the WBC. And, and the, the Dominican teams are stacked. The Puerto Rican team, they're stacked. They, they care about it a lot. Their fans love it. But I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't see what's so important about it. Our, our best players are on, on Team USA, so... That's my alternative fact. They need to get rid of it. If they want to keep it, then just have it between all the international teams, Colombia, Venezuela, make it a Spanish baseball classic, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. But leave America out of it. I don't want any of my Yankees getting hurt. I don't want to see Chapman throwing 105 for Team Cuba. I don't want to see it. Like I don't want to see Gary Sanchez Team DR. I'm sorry. I want him on the Yankees being his best. And that's where I'm at with that. And E, our last alternative fact. I mean, it's beautiful that we're in baseball because my alternative fact regards that. Tim Tebow is not a professional. <laughs> <laughs> that is my alternative fact. That's Tim personal. Tebow That's personal. That's personal. He's taken away an opportunity for somebody who actually has been doing this. He's trying to do this, but some of the players out there who've been doing this that could use the opportunity. So now he's taking his fame and his media personality and taking advantage, which I don't blame him for. I blame the Mets more so for even acknowledging him and bringing him in for spring training. This is a this is a clown show. What is this? That's Where exactly what it is. And the Yankee fans, I love it. The Yankee fans, I love it. I love watching you guys look like clowns. One second, then he gets up to the media. Then two hours later, he talks to the media. I, I love it. This? I love it. I love it. Tap up for the Mets. Baseball player. Come on, man. Get him out of here. Yes, sir. He doesn't belong in any professional league. I don't care if it's bowling. I don't want to see Tim Tebow in any professional uniform. Hey, he got hit um, yesterday. <laughs> I think he got hit when he first hit. Come on, man. Get out of here, Tim Tebow, baseball player. It disgusts me to see him in a Mets jersey. The fact that it bothers you so much, I love it. I love it. It bothers me because I know there's players out there who could have used that spot and did something with it instead of some bozo who ain't played baseball in over how many years now? When the last time he was in high school? 2004? 
And in 2017, he woke up and said, let me go try this baseball thing. Hey, New York Mets, can y'all sign me? I want to come down to spring training. <laughs> sure, Tim. Come now. We'll fly you out to Florida to do nothing. Come on. Get him out of here. Tim Tebow's a baseball player. That's, a, that's an alternative fact right there. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. And that's a perfect segue because he's uh, kind of been mediocre his whole professional career, if you ask me. So that's a perfect segue into our law firm of mediocrity brought to you by our host, Malcolm Combs. Take it away, my brother. Yes, yes, it's everyone's favorite segment. Welcome to the law firm of mediocrity. Uh, we're switching up a little week. I got a fresh new drop classic coming for y'all after the episodes. You already know. Um, this week, law firm... I hope you guys got some good people for me to judge and see what they got. I know it was based on how maybe they're good players in other people's eyes, but don't win the big games, don't win anything, no all-star, no uh, playoff game, no championship. So, you know, I'm here to take y'all's law firm candidates. Let's see what you got. Who's so that for that one, application? The first first application? I'll go first. Oh, well, no, go ahead, Miles. Go ahead, Sam. I, I, need to, I would like to submit mine first because mine actually it builds off of easy alternative fact. The man Tim Tebow is past his prime in all facets of sports. <laughs> I need him to get back onto his ESPN and that ESPN SEC desk and be a college football analyst. I don't want to see him at NFL games. I don't want to see him at Mets spring training camp games. I don't want to see him in the fall classic. I don't want to see him in anything related to baseball or the NFL. <laughs> get back to what you do, what you know and love. Start analyzing college football. That is my law for mediocrity candidate. First application. First, Tebow. I like it. Tebow, once a great college football player, now a clown, it looks like. <laughs> Tried baseball, not working. Tried NFL football, didn't work. <laughs> SEC, halftime, part-time SEC analyst, part-time Emily player. I don't like that. You can't so, knock his hustle, though. Man, he's yeah, trying. Man, I, I respect the hustle. <laughs> I just don't respect these teams that are taking him serious. What are y'all doing? You gonna find him at Vince Man's desk one day. <laughs> Tommy Wrestler. And then look, look, look at his last <laughs> That would be crazy. That would be crazy. And real talk, that does not even sound far-fetched. That doesn't sound far-fetched at all. That doesn't sound far-fetched at all. Yeah, I can That's see it now. That's crazy. Vinny Mack is all about the gimmick. Word. Vinny Mack is all about the gimmick. Can you say tights? <laughs> and then the Tebow nail is going to be, right, he does it right before his finisher. Oh, man. <laughs> Tebow, Tebow win? <laughs> oh, man, that's his finisher, the yeah, Tebow? No. Someone call Vince. Someone call Vince up. Someone call Vinny Mack. I got good for business. Yo, Vinny Mack, set it up. That's crazy. They were looking for a Johnson replacement. They were looking for a Johnson replacement. There he is. Someone call Vinny Mack. Playing the wrong sport. I got, I got. Oh uh, man! I, I was talking to Miles on the way down here, and we were uh, going over the Drake album that just came out Saturday. Um, Whew, man, I got some choice words for that. It's a playlist though, not an album. Okay. Um, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's not very good. <laughs> um, okay. It's not great, but um, it was funny because Miles said that uh, he has six out of twenty-two tracks going on to his uh, playlist. That got me thinking. In numbers, that so six out of twenty-two. You said 30, 300, 300, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's three thirty. Batting three hundred, three thirty. I'm throwing the entire sport of baseball into law for mediocrity. Like that, <laughs> you're basically saying that an all star bats three thirty-three. Six out of twenty-two tracks is the legend of baseball. That's also all star season. That means your whole entire your whole entire sport celebrates mediocrity. <laughs> it really, it really does. Yeah, you're right. Your entire sport is celebrating being okay. 
<laughs> you you had an okay season. That's actually below okay. That's that's below average. It's the only thing on the planet you can do where you're considered a great person. Be back three thirty three. You're hitting six out of twenty two, and an hour that sucks. If you want to work six out of twenty two days, you're terrible. If you, you get fired, <laughs> if, you, if you answer six out of twenty two calls, your girlfriend getting broken up with. Like, <laughs> anything that happens six out of twenty two times, you're terrible. So why are we celebrating people in baseball for striking out majority of times and getting out? I throw the whole sport. The whole sport. Or if he's a bomb dropper, though. The whole dropper, sport. If I'm dropping bombs, I'm allowed to strike out a bunch. The whole sport. <laughs> if I got 40 I home runs. If I got 40 home runs. That's where the disparity comes in. Adam because there's so many career. different variables. Adam, Adam I can bat 240. Adam Dunn homes a year better 100. <laughs> Get him out of here. It's a tight sport. What do you got to say, Slom? It's just funny to me that this is Cole's law from a mediocrity pick when before the podcast I suggested that <laughs> baseball was hard was my alternative fact and he had a fit but that supports it a conundrum what I'm saying is this what I'm saying can we make the requirements a little higher can you bet 400 the last like, time someone Ted Williams was the last person to I'm just saying like, can we not celebrate someone stinking 30, 30% of the time maybe the, the requirements should be lifted up a little bit that's Who's all I'm saying. 400? No one is, but maybe we gotta change some rules then. Maybe we gotta move the fence in a little bit. I don't know. So some people hit more home runs. But I just think celebrating 300, if someone made 3 out of 10 shots, 30%, it's not a great shooter. You make from 3 point from three it is. It's, three no, is. no. 40% is, is great. 30% is, uh, okay. You you can't be left open as Miles said. You can't be left open, but come on. That means something. But like I said, if I'm a bomb dropper, oh. your boy John Carl Stanton got 30 million a year, he's a bomb dropper. He gonna strike out 100 times, 150 right. times a year. He got he paid $2 billion to fail majority right. of times. He bats 247. So I'm putting the right. whole campaign he bats 265. in the North Firm mediocrity. They're all mediocre. I'll review it. I'll review it. I'll <laughs> review it. I'm not a fan favorite. I'll review, I'll review it, though. I'll review it. What's up, E? What you got for me? Law Firm of Mediocrity. Man. You, you, you just took me off when you said the whole baseball <laughs> is whole, mediocre. You threw the whole association. The whole association he threw it in there. Yeah. Every player. Every That's amazing. No, keep on going. But, um, law firm of mediocrity, I'm going to pick on your guy. Here we go. <laughs> I'll show Jeffrey's mediocre. <laughs> wow. wow. So send that in. <laughs> yeah. Mediocre, though? Mediocre. Damn. I don't see what the hype is about. Mm. He's had one season with double-digit touchdowns. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating on the Eagles. We're celebrating. That's what we're celebrating. Pop a bottle of champagne. How much better is he than Jordan Matthews? A lot better. Right? A lot better. We'll see. Stonehand McGee, that guy. Fucking Jordan Matthews. But I'm definitely uh, throwing him in there. Mediocre player. I can't disagree with it because Alshon only did get the one-year deal. I feel if, you. If he was such a big-time player, right? I'm sure he had a two-year, three-year offer maybe from Jacksonville. Wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do anything. So I can't disagree with that. So taking the one-year deal. You know, but... Yeah, I agree. Alshon, you're right. A one-year prove-it deal. It's time to prove it, Alshon. It's time to prove it. I feel you. You know, we got... So we got Tebow... The MLB, the whole or- <laughs> MLB in general. Oh, MLB. It wasn't even MLB. It was, it was the whole baseball. Yeah, sport. yeah. The, the whole corporation. The whole corporation. Yeah, the whole- <laughs> <laughs> he wants to get rid of the sport. Sounds like. Nah, I don't get rid of it. I love I baseball. Say that, that's your sport. That's my sport. I love baseball. I just want the requirements to be a little. Let, let's reach for the stars. Like, let's let's, let's shoot for the stars. Let's oh, shoot for the stars. Nobody's batting four hundred. Well then, shit. 
Like I said, move the fences. Look, I was gonna say, what can you do to, to make the game more exciting or for people to bat 400 or to up the stats? What, what can you <laughs> realistically do? They need to get better. That's no, what they, do. <laughs> I know, they, they should. I think they should put the. They need some way Aluminum to. Aluminum bats? No, that's cool. No, 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 that would kill fans. That would kill fans. I don't know. Fans. I'm just asking. Fans will die. That would turn to a deathmatch. They do need to find ways to make the game more exciting. Actually, I can tell you what they need to do. They need to bring PEDs back into the game. <laughs> what happened to chicks dig the long ball? Word. They, they go to answer. They go to answer. You want people to have back 400? Where's steroids at? Where the greenies? The greenies. Let's go. I'm all for it. That's definitely not happening. So <laughs> now you want to cheat. Yeah. Hey, I'm all for cheating. There was a whole generation in baseball that was cheating. And then all of a sudden, Barry Bonds hit 70 home runs. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill, Barry. Is everyone cheating? If everyone's cheating, is it cheating? Yeah. I'm a better cheater than you. Yes. 72 homers. If we're all cheating, if we're all cheating, I'm better cheater than you. But the majority were cheating. Yes. It wasn't even then. Come on, no. If we're all cheating. It was a lot of people. Come on. Let the best cheater win. If we're all cheating. It was a whole lot of people. No, it was a whole lot of people. Not just batters, pitchers, everyone, but. But there were a lot of people that played the fair way. Yeah. There were a lot of people that played the right way. Griffey, Cheater. They played the right way. Frank Thomas. As far as we know. The right way. If Jeter cheated, I don't believe it. Frank Thomas, I don't believe that. Six five, three hundred pounds. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you might play the right way. Not even the Hulk playing baseball. So before we transfer into our past their prime segment, I have one more application to submit for this law firm mediocrity. And honestly, he's kind of past his prime, if you really ask me. But you know, being I'm the moderator, I have to pick from the the past their prime pile. You know, I'll I'll throw this application in there. I got the notification three hours ago. We spoke about it prior to the podcast. Chandler Parsons. Mm. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Like, your whole career is a sham. Your, your entire NBA career... True. Shut up. He's a sock deal. His entire NBA career for the past six years has been a sham. It's a Ponzi scheme. He's been stealing money from the NBA, from the fans, from everybody that has put anything into the NBA, the National Basketball Association. This man was drafted in 2011 by the Houston Rockets. Average 13.8. Decent numbers, I suppose, for, you know, you know, young guy coming in. You came a restricted free agent in 2014. You got the nice little offer sheet from the Mavs. Three years, 46 million. Cool. The Rockets, rightfully so, did not match that. Good, smart men right there. Because, come next year, April 2015, knee injury, out for the season. Mm. You come back November 2015, return to action. It's all looking good. It's all looking gravy. March 2016, Knee injury, mm. out for the season. <laughs> July 2016, signed a multi-year deal with the Grizzlies, the max four years, $94 million. Mm. Damn. And today, March 19th, 2017, yeah, with a knee injury. Mm. My man, your career achievements, your career averages, let's just go through those first. 13.9 points a game, 2.9 assists, 4.8 rebounds. You were an all-star rookie second team in 2012, and your biggest claim to fame is dropping 10 three-pointers and a half. Cute. You averaged 13.8 with Houston, 14.7 with Dallas, and a measly 6.2 with Memphis. The team that just signed for not that just stole 94 million from my man. Put that application through Combs. I need you to accept it. I need you to process it. Expedite it, escalate it, up the chains. That man, he needs to be the president of the low firm mediocrity the way he's been going on for the last six years. It, it's despicable the way he's been stealing money. 
Despicable. Give him the Game of Thrones. And that's coming from the moderator. Shame, 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 shame. It's been it's been nasty, Mister Parsons. He just said he just said Chandler Parsons needs to become a partner in the law firm. Essentially, just just give him some stock. Let let him buy some shares, man. You should give him the passive prime candy. The strong, strong argument. I got I got a pick. I'm I'm the moderator. I got a pick. He makes some great socks though, right? He's his own brand. Chandler Parsons sock, right? He got partner. That's what you're doing, Chandler. You're making socks. Comfy size, make, make, invest in some knee braces. Because clearly, that, that's what it, like, invest in some cushion for the knees. Because that, that's clearly what the issue is. Your, your feet ain't the problem, brother. It's the knees. <laughs> All right, so there it is. You got your boy Tebow, the MLB, the whole MLB in general, Alshon one more time, and Chandler Parsons. Last but not least, of course, Chandler Parsons. We made 134 million. I'll give him that. Hey, man. He made a lot of money. Like I said, the, the, man, the man made his money. Paid. The man stole his money. He, he, he yeah. stole so with it. that said, like a night. he got 94 million to go through surgeries and Lavar Ball can't get a billy for his three kids. No, he Stop. can't. Stop. No, he can't. <laughs> Why not? No. He's in the league. He's actually in the league. <laughs> Your boy have two points a game. One thing I say about Lavar Ball, if I'm Reebok, Anta, Peak, Word. Other brands we don't know about. I'm all in on the Ball, Word. big baller brand. Word. Nike and Nike and uh, Adidas. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't need to. Under Armour, Reebok, Anta, the Chinese companies. Y'all should be all in. I don't think so. They have Tom Brady, Steph Curry, and Bryce Harper. We about to basketball. basketball. We about to beat them. Okay. They got Steph. Steph. Steph is looking shaky right now. Steph, they got to come on the back with Steph. Steph is looking shaky, huh? No, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about for Under Armour. Who's Under Armour? Under Armour got to make the Trump. Who are we about to have ready? I see what Miles trying to do with this. Yo, Steph, Steph is my guy. Steph is my guy. Don't try to throw dirt in his name. Don't do that. I'm not going to throw dirt in his name. I'm talking about the Under Armour president making the Trump comments. He's looking a little shaky right now, Under Armour. The Steph twos were trash. The nurse shoes. What are those? <laughs> Took cold Nike up, give my man some fresh Nikes. You seen the rocks? Some fresh kicks. Those are terrible. Yeah. The rocks are on. Shoot. Under Armour. Pick your game up. Step out there putting buckets on the, on the board. Get a man some good sneakers, all right? Damn. Some damn nurse shoes. I'm tired of them shits. You got the nurse shoes ones. You got the fucking. <laughs> the lunchroom worker twos. I don't like that shit. Get the man some new sneakers. Lifestyle brand, clothing gear, and basketball sneakers and all that. Oh. And there you have it for a law firm of mediocrity. And let's just transition into it, our past their prime segment, where we nominate people who are pretty much past their prime in whatever field they're indulging in, whether it be music, politics, sports, you know, whatever, have it. Uh, past past the candidates, Tony Romo, Deron Williams, and Mr. Tiger Woods. That's what we had from last episode. So what do we have for today, fellas? Are past their prime candidates who want to be the first to submit. All right, I'll submit mine first. Um, episode two, past their prime. Miles' alternative fact is that Doc Rivers is a bad GM. Episode three, past their prime. Doc Rivers just passed his prime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't even just say okay. It's the coach thing. It's the GM. It's the president operations. Yo, fam, just relax for a little bit. Go back to Orlando, and not not to the Magic. Just go home for some years. Wait until you can get another big three, and then come back. Because without because without Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett, you're not you're, you're not. It's not you. <laughs> you. I don't need you as a coach. I don't need you as a GM. I don't need you as a president. I don't need you to do anything related to basketball. Maybe just coach your son. Maybe be Austin's personal trainer. I don't I don't know what you want to do with that. But just chill out. Leave the NBA alone for a little while. <laughs> There's our first candidate. My candidates, I got two actually. 
You know, oh, okay. <laughs> we don't need you to do one. I mean, no, 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 no I, does the two go well? No, they, 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 they're, 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 do they go hand in hand? They're hand in hand. Do they go? Oh, it's, like, it's like salt. You know, butter. guess what? Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow <laughs> it. They go hand in hand. I'll allow it. Let's let's, let's hear it. They're both on two teams that possibly could win a Super Bowl championship. Okay. And they are Super Bowl champions themselves. Two times Super Bowl champions. Hmm. And I feel this. There are past their prime members, and it will be the main reason the team can't win a third one. <laughs> Eli Manning and Big Ben. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. oh, that's Damn. cute. That was cute. I knew. I, I felt like the way you were looking at me, like, I didn't like the way you were yeah, looking at me. You know, John Walker's right? a resident Steelers fan. You know, Big that. Ben, homie. You already know. That's a steel curtain all day. And you look at the teams they're on Giants having Odell, Eli, and, um, and Odell, now Brandon Marshall, Sterling Shepard, the solid defense last year. Won 10 games, beat the Cowboys twice. You look at Big Ben with Le'Veon Bell, AB. You know, Mike Thomas triple and B's. You know, talk about another it. triple B real, brand. That's a real triple B. Real triple B. So, I don't know what LeVar Ball talking about. That's a real triple B's. You look at two teams that are poised to make a good playoff run. <laughs> and but as you saw last year, you know, Big Ben and Eli struggled on the road. One getting washed by Green Bay. <laughs> one getting washed by the Pat Patriots. And the that's, Super Bowl champs, yeah. Yeah, whatever. No, right, no, 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 just making sure. Just, just gotta... You don't got to get time credit. You don't got time credit. <laughs> Not in my segment, at least. Not in my segment. <laughs> but, uh... And, of course, next year, the Steelers and Giants should be two teams that contend again for the Super Bowl. But, due to Eli's and Big Ben's age, Father Time catches everyone, and I just feel like they can't get it done no more. There's a mobile quarterback league. There's just two uh, stagnant in the pocket. There's one standing still. They they can't get rid of the ball. I don't know. I just don't see it for Eli and Big Ben no more. I think their time has come. I think they should start looking for a, a replacement for both of them. They should. I'm actually. I'm gonna interject. And I'm only mad that the uh, the Steelers re-signed Landry Jones. Exactly. Like, I think I don't. He's not really the future. Like, I think I well, really Eli is 36. And I think Big Ben's. I think they're both are 36 actually. So yeah, I think it's time to start looking for a replacement. I think it's the last wheel, and it's gonna be a rough season for both. You sure, like. when Tom Brady's pushing 40 in, they ain't looking yeah, like he's slowing down. Everybody ain't Tom Brady. Tom Brady. It's, it's the way Ben plays, which is why as, I would say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Eli like, Manning play has been the right. same. But Ben's, right, great, Ben's greatness was him extending the play, yeah, moving being able the pocket, to hold people off. throwing people off from. He can't do it no more. And he's looking a little. He know? can do it. He can. He he showed that he could do it. He had a he had a pretty good season this past season. Right. It wasn't it wasn't trash or anything of the sort. He's good versus certain teams at home. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like you like you alluded to, right. he did struggle on the road. Right? Yes. Okay. And, and I think you're gonna see more of a struggle this year on home and road for both of them. And I'm gonna nominate them by past their prime members, candidates. So you know, maybe they can prove me wrong though. That's one thing. Okay. They Eli, can prove me wrong. I didn't put him in law for a mediocrity. All right. Not, uh, and not, I appreciate not, that. You, know you, you, you definitely could have put him saying, in the mediocrity. No, no, no definitely not. They could have put him with the but, likes of you know, you know Matt Ryan and Rome. At this point like, in the career, and honestly, you can put Eli Ben. You can put Drew Brees in that category. At this point in the career, they're on the back. The back 18 of the games, you know what I'm saying? So, that's what it is. That's what it is. I respect it. I'm not I'm not even mad at that. Uh, I'm not, it's no hate. No yeah, There's no hate. You know, that perspective. Was, perspective. You, you kept it pretty marginal. <laughs> this, this guy here. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> These guys are having side laughs watching LeVar Ball playing Marcellus Wiley right now. <laughs> you won, though. <laughs> you won, right? Hey, Marcellus, you almost on the list, too. Marcellus. LeVar <laughs> Ball looks like the Iron Sheik. <laughs> like, he looks so old. 
Yo, Yo. this guy. This fucking Steve Harvey mustache. I'm thinking fucking milk dud head hat. Look at dumped in the face, nigga. Like one, Mr. One. I mean, he made a layup on a seven foot rim. It was cute. Like it was cute. Marcellus is going hard, though. It was cute. What's the Marcellus going hard? It was cute on his seven foot rim slime. Miles, was Marcellus going hard or not? I ain't seen it. I can't comment on it. They were both going hard. They were both going in. Both going hard. They were both going hard. Working out there. Get that boy Marcellus up. He's past his prom, man. Get him out of here. He is past his prom. That's why he retired. He's an animal. As a professional athlete. Wasn't LeVar the professional one? Troll? Get the fuck out of here. Top five trolls. DNA voice. Top five trolls is Mr. LeVar Ball. Oh, man. Even with Trump in them. He probably voted for Trump. <laughs> oh, oh really? But my past their prime candidate, um, Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, wow. He's, he's kind of Damn. in the news. He's kind of relevant. We just brought him Damn. up. He just said that he is boxing. How is he past his prime? You're champion? not boxing. That's why you're past your prime. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Conor McGregor is probably top five shit talkers of all time. At least for me, in my 30 years of life, I've never seen nobody who's as confident and talk so much shit. Especially in the fight. And he got washed (laughs) after talking shit. I thought that would humble him a little bit. But then he beat the guy after the fact in the rematch, and now you're telling me you're a boxer and you've never stepped in a boxing ring. Who has seen Conor McGregor in a boxing ring? He beat by decision, though, didn't he? By the decision, he beat um, Diaz the second time? Yeah. Yeah, so he got knocked the fuck out. Submitted submitted the first time. Yeah. He got, he got, fucking he got dis- choked the fuck out. He got out. choked the fuck out. He got choked the hell with my fucking decision. Nah, fuck out of here, yo. Yeah, but if you ask me, Conor McGregor, this is all. He's just trying to run off like a thief in the night with this money after this Floyd Mayweather fight. Yeah, if it does happen. We'll probably never hear from Conor McGregor again. He's going to buy a farm in Ireland. <laughs> we'll never see, see or hear from him again. He might even pull a Roberto Duran and say no mas during the fight. I won't be surprised. And Floyd hits him with a quick one-two where he tells the ref, no mas. <laughs> Conor McGregor, if you're listening to this, you're not boxing. I don't even know if you're a, U- if you're a UFC. I can't, I can't even say that. So for you to tell me that you're boxing all of a sudden, you've never been in the ring, is, is beyond me. I don't, I don't, whose man's is this? I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. And Floyd, for even like giving this, even kind of life is crazy to me too. You're going to come out of retirement to beat your 4 and 49 and oh, to fight this chump who's never been in a ring before? Nah, I, I see what Floyd doing. Floyd, Floyd might get 200 mil from this fight. That's a bad. I get it, yeah. I yeah, get the, I get the money the aspect. Definitely definitely. I get the, the money aspect, but boss, there's, there's, there's plenty of boxes out here. Why are you fighting this sideshow? And Floyd, Floyd, <laughs> Floyd looking at it like, yo, fam, hold up. I'm not even negotiating with you. I'm negotiating with you. I'm negotiating with your management with your people. Yeah, I'm about to, you're about to get raped. <laughs> I'm about to put that me and Bill Cosby combo in your drink. <laughs> Yo. But that's my past thing, Bob Cannon. It's kind of McGregor. What is happening here? <laughs> the Bill Cosby drink. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, you got for us, our last this pastor prom candidate. Pastor prom candidate comes from a place of pain. Place of pain. I <laughs> I personally invested in this guy. I saw him down at All American. I was like, I like him. I like him. Rook for our freshman year, average of 16 and three assists. I was like, he's a top 10 pick. I told him he should have left. 
I told him I called him personally, like, you gotta leave, man. You got this chicken. He said, nah, y'all need to call him point guard. I'm gonna average three assists and learn more. And we got the top class coming in. I said, I feel you. Year two, his point drip down a lot. 14 points a game, uh, averaged five assists, hit a better teammates. Lost, still lost in the tournament. And I was like, ah, I feel you. You came back to the point guard, but you hurt your, your draft status. And in year three, he lost in round one to Xavier. Xavier's a good team. <sighs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. What were they, what were they in the tournament? Uh, 11 seed? 11 seed. Like you haven't improved at all since fresh, since your rookie year. And now, instead of getting drafted, my friend, you're now looking at the China League because that's where you're about to end up at. My pastor prime candidate, and it hurts to say it's Melo Trimble. You're done. Your, your NBA dreams are over. No teams will pick you. Damn. You lost first round once again, and it's disgusting. I'm disgusted by you. I'm actually done with all people named Melo. If your name is Melo, I'm done oh, with you. Okay. I'm done with you, right? Okay. Melo Trimbo, Carmelo, I'm done with what you. Mello, what, what about La Melo Ball? You done with him? <laughs> he didn't get started yet. The, that's the middle one, right? Yeah, 90 I'm done with him too. Yeah, 90, oh, young one. oh, the young one? I did the other one. You're right. Yeah, 90. Oh, the one who had 92. 92. Right? He's, he's, on, he's, on, he's on watch. That was a, he's on Mellow Watch. <laughs> that was an OD Astrid next to the 90. He's on Mellow Watch. He's on Mellow Watch. But my pastor from Candy is a man that I really thought was going to be a point guard in the NBA. And now he's about to go face Jimmy Fredette in China <laughs> and Seth Marbury because that's where he's going. He's going overseas. He's done. That's what Pastor Park Candy did. <laughs> don't, don't, don't close my laptop. <laughs> Closing this podcast. <laughs> Wrapping it up. But I mean, that is a good way to end the podcast because, you know, as a moderator, I pick out of the uh, out of the bunch. And I'm going to have to go with Mellow Trimble for the simple fact that I remember the way that Coles was pumping him last year. I remember it. Wholeheartedly, Mellow Twimble this, Mellow Twimble that. Yo. <laughs> and, when, and I'm seeing the first round exit, and I'm like, Mellow, what is this Mellow? Who is this Mellow guy? Yo, like, man. I, I don't know this Mellow guy. He was, he was a point guard coming on court, shooting 35, 37% from three-point range, again, assists. He was doing his thing. He, he, he was. And then next year, his points went down, but it's cool. We had, he had um, Big Stone, who's now playing on San Antonio, I believe. He had Clippers. him. Clippers, excuse me. He's a D-League. Um, he, he had actual NBA talent, and they were all right. And then this year, I'm like, all right, this year he about to turn back up. Nah, every year some new prospects take your spot, nigga. And you're, you go further and further down. I don't know where you at now on my point guard prospect list. You, I was going to say, even when you look at the top 10 picks, me, you were talking about it yesterday, they're top all freshmen. 10? Like, they're, they're all, no, I'm just saying, if you look at the top 10 picks, they're all freshmen right now. I wouldn't even take him if I had the he, last he's pick really, draft, He can't even him. compete with the, you know, these freshmen this year. And it's, if there were three rounds, someone take him. If you <laughs> had a round, I would take this nigga. We only acknowledge one mellow here, and that's Anthony. I don't know why you got caught up in this whole mellow thing. There's only one mellow. Because his name was Mellow. That's why. Get him out of here, man. I'm done with him. All right. Um, I, want, I need to get a quick comment in. I meant to throw this in with my passes from candidate. He's not a candidate, but he's in the running. T-Rex, <laughs> I'm going to see you at Nome 7. If Kayshawn beats you... You're done. You will be my past this prime candidate. I'm, I'm not hearing good things about you versus Rad B either. So just, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. You better come out to play. You better body case on a win with a pop, with definite 2 1, no debatable. If it's debatable, you, you pass the prom. <laughs> you warning, warning shots. Yeah. Warning shots. What are you waiting for? He's done. 
Yo. I'll tell you now, he's losing. Yo, the and I don't even watch battle rap. I know he's losing. <laughs> you saw him versus Clips, though. Like, yo, it was bad. He's done. It was bad versus Clips. Yeah. It was real bad. He's it was done. Like, that was Randy. That was Randy. Okay. That was podcast? Randy. That was your friends. And shout out. If Soldier yeah. Boy doesn't have anything productive since, until then, he's my, he's my, he's my candidate. He's my candidate. Soldier Boy. Pow, pow, pow. Zelda boy, <laughs> why, why you even on that guy? AKA John Wick. <laughs> Don't call him John Wick. Yo, John Wick is a certified call killer. What you gonna call him, man? According to him, he's a clown. He killed six niggas and walked out the door. I don't know. I don't with the Draco? Allegedly. With the, allegedly with the Draco. Draco. <laughs> allegedly he did that. With the Draco. Put, put a mask off. Look at his face. I said, ah, no. Bow, bow, shop people on tops. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Hold the podcast on that. <laughs> And there you have it. That completes another installment of the Past Their Prime podcast. I'm your moderator, Dub. Follow me on IG and Twitter at Dubs on Deck. That is at D-U-B-S underscore O-N underscore D-E-C-K. And also follow my host. My boy, Malcolm Coles, a.k.a. Combs underscore Combs 914 underscore. I'm going to drop the law firm mediocrity. And at me anytime you want to debate anything, you already know. How's your boy? It's your boy, E-Money. Follow me on Twitter, EA Sports 718, on IG, E underscore money 718, on Snapchat, EA Sports. I'll let your boy. It's your boy Coles. Follow me on Twitter, Cooney Cobain. Follow me on Snap, Marcus Costanza. And follow me on IG, Marcus underscore Costanza. Smiles G. Follow me on Twitter and Snap at M.914. And yes, I am the person that said Biggie is not top five. <laughs> if you want to debate me, come at me on Twitter. And a quick shout out to uh, me and E, some Aries babies. We got our birthdays coming up. We turn into Dirty 30. E turned to 30, March 22nd, me on the 29th. So shout out to us. And shout out to me and my 89 boys, Combs and Miles. We're going to hit up Gnome 7 to see if T-Rex can prove himself to we not end up we as a past their prime candidate. So T-Rex, if you get to listen to this, my brother, you better come with some balls, boy. You better come with some balls. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram at PassTheirPrime5, and on Twitter at PassTheirPrime. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, if you want to present an alternative fact, you want to submit someone's application for the lower form of mediocrity, if you want to nominate a PassTheirPrime candidate, forward those inquiries to PassTheirPrime5 at gmail.com. We are PassTheirPrime, and we are out of here.